Boker Tov, good morning everyone. Some in Kufpe Zayin 187. This simon and a couple of the next ones that follow talk about the actual text that we use for benching. Now, maybe a Bidarach Hakdama, the Mishnah Brura points out in Sif Aleph, uh, in Sif Kat and Dalid, he quotes the, he, he refers us to the Rambam in, in Hilchos Kriyashma. The Rambam also repeats himself the same thing in somewhere, I think, at the beginning of Hilchos Brachos. Who composed Brachos? It's always an important thing. I, I get this question all the time. Rabbi, who wrote the Siddur? Uh, and, and it's a very good question, but he, here's always a good, um, I always think, I think it's a very helpful little trick. Whenever you see a bracha, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem Olam, anywhere in davening, anywhere in Jewish liturgy, that's almost always going to be the earliest forms of a, of a, of a prayer. Those are usually going to be the most significant parts, parts of any prayer, whether it be during davening in, in shul or at home or in any context. Bracha, says the Rambam, were misukan, they were, they were instituted, Dino Shal Ezra, I assume means the Anshay Knesset Zagdola, a bracha was, anytime you see Baruch HaTashem, it was instituted by the Anshei Knesset Gadola, and the Rambam therefore uh, encourages us, or really stresses, you should never be shown to me, anytime you see a bracha, a text of a bracha, Baruch HaTashem, you should never change the text, because it was composed by the Anshei Knesset Gadola. These are the men of the Great Assembly, many of whom were, were Nevi'im. So they were, typically we can assume that the, a bracha as a general rule, not an exclusive rule, but as a general rule, was written b'nevua. And therefore you should not change the text and you should be very careful to read the text as you have it. Now that said, it seems to me a good way of looking at brachas is that there are three levels when we talk about the text of a bracha. Level number one is absolute minimum to be yotze the bracha, whether it's a, a bracha like Berchas Hamazon, which is the exception, which is a bracha mena Torah, or most, almost all other brachas, which are dirabanan, there are some things in the bracha that are bare minimum, that are absolute bare minimums. If you leave them out, you've not been yotze your bracha, and you, according to all opinions, are going to have to recite that bracha again, whether it's on a derais or a dirabanan. So, for example, we're going to see in, in just a moment that when it comes to Berchas Hamazon, at least the second bracha, you have to mention bris, Torah and Eretz Chemda. You have to t- mention the land, you have to mention the bris, and you have to mention Torah, which is what we recite in the second bracha. If you, re- if you read it carefully, those three things are mentioned. If you leave one of those things out, you have not been yotze your bracha, and you're going to have to bench again. So there's, level number one is bare minimum, things you absolutely have to recite. And that, of course, is what the Rambam is talking about. Certainly what I would call is level number two is beyond that is we have certain nuschos, we have certain texts, the girsa, the language that was composed in every bracha, you should stick to that things that are beyond the bare minimums I think the Rambam is telling us recognize these were don't change the image that our Chazal casted for the brachas these things were instituted by Nevi'im don't change them so even things that are beyond the minimum requirement for a bracha don't play around don't try to be poetic and to compose your own bracha that said, I do believe that there's a third level, which is even once you've done that, there still is a little bit of flexibility. You'll find differences between Ashkenazim and Svardim uh, in terms of the language of Abracha. You'll also find, again, nowadays we have standardized Siddurim. We have the art scroll Siddur, Siddur, which is fairly ubiquitous. But if you go back, not even so far, uh, you know, a hundred years ago, in different communities, different cities in Europe, different communities would have different 
slightly different versions. These are minor, minor differences. They would have stand, different versions because, again, you didn't have art scroll, the ubiquity of an art scroll uh, sitter in front of you. So there were different uh, girsos and different nuschos. And I think there was a little bit, even after what Rambam tells us on this third level, there's a little bit of poetic license. And that's why you'll have the richness of Jewish liturgy where you have different nuschos, different texts for different brachas. You do still see this adayomazai. You still will see this today, at least more in the Hasidish Welt. In the Hasidic world, different Hasidic communities will have slightly different texts and different girsos. That said, I certainly encourage everyone, stick to the sitter that you use. Don't try to be poetic. Even on this third level where there is a little bit of poetic license, it's not a good idea. Stick to the art scroll. They did a very good job. And we'll-